listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. Zach, would you say that you and I are a legendary team? I think, yeah. Okay, great. I would say so as well. I think we're a legendary team. Uh, And because we're so legendary, I thought it would be cool to look into another legendary team. Oh, this could be... This could be... There are lots of legendary teams out there. Yeah, there are. It's Um, true. This could be Mario Lemieux and Yamir Yager. It's not them. It could be, but it's not. Okay, well... That's the only one you can think of. That's the end of my list, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, cool, cool. Add to your list, I know you've heard of these guys, Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, I have heard of... Yeah. You know what? I actually, um, last time I went to Las Vegas, I stopped at a uh, casino that's a bit outside of Vegas. I want to say it's like right when you cross the the line from California into Nevada. Mm -hmm. And they have, I'm pretty sure it was Bonnie and Clyde's car there. No way. Yeah, like riddled with bullet holes and everything. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, man, I wish I could remember the name of the casino. Well, you'll find it in Definitely. your research. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. You yeah. have some firsthand experience. I was I there, know. baby. You were. You experienced it. Other than that, though, I really don't know anything about Bonnie and Clyde. Again, another one of those things that you everyone's heard of and you hear the mm-hmm. name and you know they're outlaws, you know. Right, but yeah. Beyond that, that's, yeah, I don't know what their story is, where they were. Yeah, but people are fascinated with them. I mean, there's been movies, there's been a Broadway show. Everyone loves the story of Really? What's the Broadway show? I believe it's called Bonnie and Clyde. That could be about anything, though. (laughs) Have you seen it? Um, No, I haven't, actually. But, uh, but yeah, people love them. They love them. They eat it up. So I figure give the people what they want and do an episode on Bonnie and Clyde. Okay, I'll, I will do it. All right, great. And maybe we'll rob a bank after. Maybe we'll be inspired. I don't even know if they robbed a bank. Okay, for, I okay hold did. on, hold on. I'm not robbing any bank, period. So I right want to end that fantasy right there. Way to be a party pooper. It's fine. We'll see if you change your tune after researching Bonnie and Clyde. See, that could happen. Yeah. As of now, though, not robbing any banks. Okay. We'll check in again at the end. Okay. Also, we'll never tell. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever confuse uh, Bonnie and Clyde and Thelma and Louise? (laughs) No, I don't think so. (laughs) I actually, I've never seen Thelma and Louise. Um, Me neither. I obviously know what it is, but probably simply for the reason that Thelma and Louise are fictional and um, both women. I do not confuse them with Bonnie and Clyde. I guess I don't confuse them as much as I uh, confuse which story is the real one and which is the fictional one. Like anytime I hear either Bonnie and Clyde or Thelma and Louise... I have to just kind of realign my brain for one second to be like, okay, that's the movie with, like you said, two women versus this is the real life people. Uh. Um, I don't know why. That's just one of those things that I always like, I guess, I don't know. I feel like sometimes if you learn about something or two things at the same point in your life, they can kind of get yeah. filed right next to each other. Yeah, and yeah it I feel that. only makes it worse when they have such similar sounding names yeah. as Bonnie and Clyde and Thelma and Louise. And you we- know they're both doing... 
something outside the law. Right. They're both <laughs> uh, in a car evading the law. Like, yes. that's the mental image that they evoke. Anyway, yeah. Little, um... That has nothing to do with Bonnie and Clyde. Okay. They are very different. It was than, a fun intro. Than what I think Thelma and Louise may be. Okay. Bonnie Elizabeth Parker, mm-hmm. born in 1910, and Clyde, get this, yes. Chestnut <laughs> uh, Barrow. Really? Clyde Chestnut Barrow. What a yeah. fun name. I know. That feels like something you would get named in 2020, not in whatever year this is. Yeah, he uh, he comes from a long line of funny names. Really? Well, I say long line, but his parents, yeah, his parents' names were... Um, I hear I have the iPad in front of me right now. It's worth me just scrolling back and finding it. I know his dad's yeah, his dad's middle name was Basil what? Henry Basil Barrow, uh-huh. and his mom's name was this is such a weird name Kumi. Uh, Her first name? <laughs> yes, C U M I E. Kumi. Kumi. Cute. Talitha Walker. Wow, these are awesome. And then he's names. Clyde Chestnut Barrow. So Bonnie and Clyde. Mm-hmm. She's born in 1910. He's born in 1909. Wow. And if you don't know who Bonnie and Clyde are, they were two American outlaws Mm -hmm. who became very famous off of the press coverage of their string of crimes that they committed together. Mm -hmm. And they were uh, a couple, right? It's actually not... It's not... Uh, it's not confirmed. Wow. It's definitely everybody thinks that it's yeah. highly suggested, but they weren't openly together. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. It's pretty weird, right? Yeah. Um, she Good was, for them. They, they're private. They're private individuals. Yeah. I mean, I guess, hey, what do you do none of our business. in your own bedroom? Yeah. Hey, as long as you're not hurting me or anyone else. Exactly. She's born in Rowena, Texas, okay. um, which is, you know, tiny little town. And her dad died when she was four. Mm. Uh, so her mom moved the family to a Dallas suburb. Then at age 15, if you can believe that, she marries a guy. Oh, dear. Yeah. Who I think is like, you know, as it usually goes back then, several years older. Yeah. Um, and their marriage didn't last very long. It was less than three years, I believe, before end? they were divorced. Oh, they did get divorced. Um, okay. He was a uh, he was a criminal. Oh, he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I don't mean I don't know. Maybe uh, Bonnie's picker's a little off because he was a criminal. I guess their relationship, you know, wasn't very strong to begin with, hmm. and um, they had several run-ins with the law as a married couple. And he eventually uh, was killed escaping from prison. Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Post-marriage. Yeah, that was like years after. Um, actually, I don't think it was terribly long after they were divorced. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, she was out of the picture by then. All right. Um, and she so was she working. she has a type. Criminal. She's defi- yeah, she definitely um, has a thing for the type of guys who like to find themselves in prison eventually. <laughs> okay. So she worked as a waitress. Um, I think her mom was, like, kind of doing the same thing, you know, just, Aww, like... Cute. Not making a lot of money, mm. but fine. You yeah. know, regular folk. Uh, and then Clyde, he was born in Ellis County, Texas, which is, again, a bit outside of Dallas. Just outside mm-hmm. Dallas, I should say. Um, and then in the 1920s, early 1920s, so when he's about 10, uh, 10 11 years old... His father moved the family to a slum in West Dallas. And I don't know what Dallas was like in the 1920s, but uh, I do know that their family 
spent the first several months living underneath their wagon before they could afford a tent. Oh, man. Which is crazy. Yeah, that's pretty rough. This is the 1920s? Yeah. So this is even pre-Depression. Yeah. Wow. They they were ahead of the time. Was, um... Was Texas a state in the... It must have been a state in the 20s. Oh, boy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but my gut is to say yes. Yeah, I think it was, too. Let's see. Oh, yeah, 1845. Okay, they've been a state for a while at this point. Perfect. Uh, So he's a troubled kid. No surprise there. I mean, this is a rough You live under a dang wagon. Yes. Mm -hmm. Doesn't sound fun. He gets into trouble as a boy... Uh, As he's growing into a young man, he's finding himself in a little more real trouble. He's getting arrested for things like robbery and Mm. auto theft. (laughs) And he gets thrown in prison. When I think he's like 17 or 18, Uh. he finds himself in prison. And he's in and out of prison uh, more than one time. Okay. Uh, And in prison, and this is very sad, uh, he, I guess, was like repeatedly sexually assaulted by the same oh. guy so he ended up killing him in prison oh. uh, with a lead pipe like beat his head in Dang. and then another prisoner who was already in for life took the blame for him oh wow which is really cool yeah yeah oh my gosh so he uh i think he, he got out and then he's back in at some point and when he's back in the second time he was working on like a or not working on he was at something called Something prison farm, which I take it was a farm that mm-hmm. is run by these prisoners. And in order to get out of hard labor, he cut both of his big toes off. What? Yeah. And then six days later got released from prison. No. He didn't know that his mother had like advocated for his release and it got approved. Wow. So he cut off. I don't... It was unclear if he cut his own toes off or if he had somebody else cut them off, but it was definitely in, in, like in, intentionally done to get out of the hard labor. That's, Meanwhile, he's like an able-bodied, I don't know, yeah. 21-year-old? Like, what a baby. Just that sounds tough like, it out. Uh, like, you're not, in, you're not in there for life. Why are you cutting your toes off to get out of a couple years of breaking rocks yeah. or whatever you're doing? That's uh, a verse in the remix of Alanis Morissette's Isn't It Ironic? <laughs> Truly, yeah. 1920s uh, version. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, isn't that nice? I know. I guess he just really didn't want to do it. I don't know. Also, if you cut your big toes off, I think, or, you know, if you don't have big toes for one reason or another, um, I think it can be difficult to walk. Uh, yeah, to he maintain had a limp balance. for the rest of yeah. his life. Wow. A double All right, limp. dude. Just, well. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, prison was not kind to Clyde, uh, you know, for reasons that we just mentioned. Yeah. And um, his family and friends say that when he got out, he was a different person. Wow. Like his sister said that she, you know, she has a quote of like, I don't know what happened in there, but he's changed now. And another guy who he was in prison with was quote, quoted as saying that he watched him turn from a um, a schoolboy to a rattlesnake oh, in prison. Yeah. And he's young. I mean, at this like when he gets out of prison, he's like 21. Wow. So this isn't somebody who was in prison for decades and got hardened over the course of many years. I mean, I guess I'm sure 
in reality what happened was he had such a traumatic life growing up and found yeah. himself in trouble so early that those gears were already already in motion and that was he became the person he was destined to become probably would have become that same person had he never been caught and arrested for the crimes that he was committing unless prison was a rehabilitative zone that actually helps people become better people then that could have been the turning point for good in his life maybe but uh but it's not it's not and it certainly wasn't in yeah. texas in uh, 1929 mm, that's for sure, for sure. mm-hmm so, fast forward, um, nineteen. I think nineteen thirty. He gets released from prison. Okay. And so that he's like twenty-one, hardened mm-hmm. prisoner at this point. Unfortunately. Yeah. Great, Bonnie, waitressing at the local diner. Very cute apron. Exactly, Hairnet. serving up pie. Great, so much pie. Everyone's ordering Warming pie. Warming up everyone's coffee. Oh, so cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and they meet, and they meet at the home of a mutual friend in 1930. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just kind of like a chance uh, meeting. Bonnie yeah. was there helping her friend out, and Clyde was coming over and dropping something off, and they mm-hmm. just met and. You know, whatever I was reading says that it was like an instant connection that they saw each other and they really they fell for each other right oh. away. And supposedly they were in love, but it's not for certain. Like I said, okay. they were they were never. And that's the thing you got to consider too is the um, the whole scope of their notoriety was around them being you know criminal outlaws running from the law. So mm-hmm. I don't know when they are going to take the opportunity to pose for a photo together. Right, and, you know, like true. how. It's not like today where you have this inside peek into everybody's life mm-hmm. and you can – I mean today you can go back on somebody's Instagram and see what they were posting three years before right. when they weren't famous and mm-hmm. who they were with then. You know, so it's it's so different now yeah. that – I mean did they make an effort to not put that out there or was there simply no way to confirm without right. being in the walls of their home? Right. Them, but they know? were never married or something no, like that. No, they weren't married. Okay. Uh, they uh, – Clyde was never married to another woman. Um, Bonnie was, like we said, married, right. but that I actually don't think they ever got divorced either. Oh. Um, but it was done. It was totally done. Okay. It was just like whatever. That they sounds didn't about get divorced. right. Also, yeah. that dude died. Remember? Yeah, I don't know if he was dead yet, but he he ended up oh, dying. Yeah. Okay. Um, Good for her. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait. Okay, I had the timeline a little uh, wonky. So they meet. And after they meet, Clyde uh, goes back to prison. Oh, okay. So they and had their lock eyes, Romeo and Juliet moment with the fish tank in the Baz Luhrmann version mm-hmm. before he went to prison. Correct. And well, no wonder. That was before he was broken. That's true. So he wasn't as young as I thought when he was like done with prison for this period. Mm. Um, but he, 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 he really was. He was very young. So he goes to prison. Bonnie smuggles him a weapon in. Oh. That allows him to, like, you know, I'm assuming it was a gun or a knife that allows him to threaten off the guards, and he escapes. Wow. Uh, gets caught again, back in. This time, that's when he cuts his toes off and then gets released six days later. Okay. So then he's out again. Now we're in 1932. Okay. So he's 23. Three years old. Okay. At this point, great. Um, He's lived a life already. Yeah, big time. Oof. He's twenty-three years old, and Clyde and this guy Ralph Fultz. Mm-hmm. That's the dude who said he watched him turn from a schoolboy to a mm-hmm. rattlesnake. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both out now, 
and they're like, let's rob some stores. And their whole <laughs> idea is that they're going to start robbing stores and banks and get enough money and like weapons and momentum behind them to overthrow this prison that they were both locked up in to oh, go in and like wow. raid it and like they're vigilantes shut the joint down yeah they really are uh and bonnie's there too and she's like i'm in they Let's start robbing stores mainly um clyde and this guy ralph Foltz. they're robbing uh stores and gas stations and then uh one day they're robbing a store it's actually bonnie and Foltz are robbing a store and they get caught and arrested and she goes to jail she serves a few months wow and then he gets like some real time and he's in jail for, yeah, he's in jail uh, for, I don't know if it's a year, two years, five years. That's um, why it's not called Bonnie and Clyde and Fultz. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it does not roll off the tongue. No. So this is, it's for the best that he got caught mm-hmm. and he actually never rejoins the gang. So that's where he exits and gets to take off his costume and just watch the rest of the show because yeah, his character is done at this point. Maybe he becomes reformed and lives a life of he's a priest. You never know. You never know. Anything could happen. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. August of that same year, 1932, okay. uh, this is a few months after Bonnie's released, uh, Clyde, two of his pals, uh, guys named Ray Hamilton and Ross Dyer. Ray and Ross. Ray and Ross. They, uh, they head off. To a county dance and they get drunk. A county dance. Yeah, that's what, what you even do. is that? They're that's in cute. Oklahoma, I believe. Okay, um, the yes, county they is are putting on Oklahoma. a dance. Okay, great. And uh, they're getting drunk, and this cop approaches them, and they kill the cop. What? And I don't know why. Oh, like yeah. I don't know if they if they were doing something illegal, if that if it was just you know so they like were. On All the right. defense, or if they were just so drunk that that made yeah. sense at the time. I was pulling for Ray and Ross, and now come no, on, there's guys. no hope for these no. these fellas. Uh, so they killed this cop, and that was kind of a turning point mm-hmm. because they're hitting these small jobs before that. No yeah. real heat on them. Robbing a store is very different than murdering a human, right? I mean, Bonnie got caught for robbing the store, and she was yeah. out a few months later. Yeah. So now they kill a human, and not just a human, yeah, a, a, cop, a police officer. Yeah. That was in October. Uh, they start to go on the run at that point, but not on the run as you might picture it, where it's like, oh, shoot, grab our stuff and never come back to this town. Mm-hmm. It's more just like moving around, maybe mm. not going to the same places that you normally would, going yeah. to a town a couple, you know, hundred miles away or so, or something like that. On the run in the 30s is very, very different, different than now. Correct. So this is the three of them, Ray, Ross, and, and Clyde. I actually don't think Ray and Ross went with them on the run. Oh, Bonnie and Clyde are on the run. Yes, at uh, this point, because they're okay. like, if they're not in a you know romantic relationship, they are at least the, the two closest yeah. friends that will come in and out of this gang okay. as their story unfolds. I see. So they go on the run uh, in October. Clyde, maybe he is with his friends still at this point, Uh Allegedly, in October of that year, Clyde and his friends uh, are robbing a store. It goes wrong. They killed the store owner. They're on the run some more. Uh, And then December of that year, actually uh, Christmas Eve of Mm -hmm. that same year, 1932, there's this young kid, 16 years old, named W.D. Jones, Mm -hmm. who is like a uh, childhood friend of Clyde's family. Okay. And for some reason, he's like, hey, I love what you guys are doing. Is there any way I can help you out? (laughs) Can I join? I'll work for free. Do you have like an internship program? <laughs> so they're like, yeah, sure. We can find something for you to do. So this 
little boy, 16 years old, joins Bonnie and Clyde. Mm-hmm. The next day, on Christmas Day, no. they kill a guy while stealing his car. Well, I think they're in Oklahoma at this point still. Oklahoma or Texas. Mm-hmm. So that, again, sets them off like really on the run this time. And two weeks later, like a week into January, uh, Clyde kills a deputy who was actually trying to catch another criminal. Mm-hmm. This cop was like setting up a trap for a different criminal. He did. He knew nothing of Bonnie and Clyde, and Bonnie and Clyde kind of found themselves in the middle. Of, I don't really know exactly what yeah. he had going on, but they found themselves like in the middle of this setup that was for somebody else. And he freaking kills this cop. Mm-hmm. So now that's the fifth person they've killed since they're... April of the year before. Okay. We need to take a brief pause because they're way worse than I thought they They're were. horrible. I thought they're they really were horrible. like robbing banks or, and stuff. And, and, you know, it could kind of be like, oh, you know, stick it to the man. Like, get your money and get out. I didn't realize that they were just like full-on serial killing murderers just like killing everyone in sight it is pretty weird because and i'm sure if you read further into it and i'm sure there are people out there who have either theories or legitimate reasons to believe why they were doing what they were doing but when you just read the story the way i did they don't have a real purpose outside of that initial uh chain of robberies where they he and his buddy wanted to go raid the prison Mm -hmm. outside of that they never really seem to have a motive other than evading capture. Yeah. So since he and his friends killed those co- that one cop at the county dance or whatever, and then they're on the run from there, it's... I I don't know. They really... I mean, and it's really Clyde. It's Clyde. He's mm. the the worst of them. Um, just has no regard for human life. Wow. Like, they, they yeah. have no problem killing whoever gets in their way right. while they're on the move. So... Yeah, they're bad people. Yeah, really bad. They kill that other deputy in uh, January of that year. Later in the spring of 1933, um, Clyde's older brother, I think it's his older brother, uh, gets out of jail. And he... He's in jail too. He's in jail, man. His name is Buck and his wife's name is Blanche. They try to convince Clyde to like, give it up, like just turn yourself in, serve your time. You'll be out. And he, mm-hmm. of course, is like, no way. You guys are dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, Buck and Blanche, start operating a safe house for Bonnie and Clyde and, you know, their other gang members. Oh, bad hide move, out Buck in. and Blanche. Yeah. This is not going to end well for you. And they're in Joplin, Missouri at this point. Okay. And I was reading on Wikipedia. They are drinking a lot. They they have these poker games that are just loud and violent and go at all hours of the day and there's it's a revolving door of the type of people, you know, yeah. the bad type of people that you would think it's would exactly be exactly what you want coming when in and out of a when you're operating a safe fueled. house for your brother and trying to shield him from yeah, the law. To protect <laughs> He's just bringing him, in him all rather. the riffraff and yelling and getting drunk. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Good it's job, Clyde. A bad setup. Mm-hmm. So then uh April that year, the cops get a tip from a neighbor Probably anyone. Anyone within a mile radius, I'm sure. (laughs) True. Uh, And they, uh, the cops go over there on April 13th, and they think that they're going to find some bootleggers Mm -hmm. that are hiding out there, because this is the last year of the Prohibition, 1933. Mm -hmm. So it was still going on at that point, had been for several years. So they go over there thinking that they're going to find some bootleggers. They roll up on them, and immediately... Clyde and his older brother, who I guess uh, also was not reformed by the prisons, mm-hmm. um, they pull out automatic rifles, oh. 
Browning automatic rifles, BARs, and they start just firing at these cops. And this is a very powerful gun that they're using. Uh And I was reading the one cop was hiding behind the tree and the bullets were so powerful and big hitting the tree that he got like all these wood splinters in his face. And uh, Buck's wife goes out running after the dog and they like snatch her up and they they run and they get in the car and they take off Uh having killed two cops in the process. Yeah. So... Of course, the police then go in and raid the safe house that they were mm-hmm. staying in, and they find a bunch of guns. They find um, Buck's parole paperwork. Oh. They find uh, undeveloped film, Ooh. which they got developed, and it's a bunch of photos of like, oh, no. like this whole gang just kind of having fun with the camera, you know, like taking photos, like holding guns and <laughs> like pointing the guns at each other. And one of the photos uh-huh. is a photo of Bonnie. And she's chomping down on a cigar, and she's holding a pistol, like, standing in front of a car. Uh-huh. And that photo got, su- like, super widely printed and publicized uh-huh. because it's a woman criminal. Yeah. And it's a woman gangster. Even though she was kind of just joking around in this photo. Like, she didn't right. smoke cigars. Uh-huh. She hasn't wielded a gun yet that we yeah. know of, you uh-huh. know? So it was it was kind of her joking in this picture. Right. But, but that's going to get everyone excited, so they're going to spread it around. Now everyone sees her as the big criminal. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Everybody sees her as the leader of this gang, if not yeah. an equal part with the guys who were also in these photos doing right. this. You know, but it's no one had ever seen that before. Mm. Pretty crazy yeah. um, that they, you know, find this film and get it developed. It's really cool. And these yeah. photos still exist. Like, you can go find them. Wow, that is cool. Yeah. Um Newspapers are running crazy with the story. They're calling them the Barrow Gang. That's mm. Clyde's last name, Barrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and over the next several months, they're on the run. They're in Texas, all the way as far north as Minnesota. I mean, the Canadian border, more or less, in mm-hmm. hitting every state along the way. They're robbing banks and gas stations. They're stealing cars. They're killing, you know, more people along the way. Each event that happens is getting more and more press. I mean, this is building into a huge story that no matter where you are in the country, when there's another highway robbery, when there's another bank robbery, like anywhere through this this center portion of the country, Uh and I mean, maybe even some that weren't them that got attributed to them once they have all this heat. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, this is becoming a huge story that people are able to follow and excited to follow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. It's probably the most exciting thing going on then. It's Prohibition. And we're coming off the Great Depression. Everything kind of sucks. Yeah. All right, squat to watch on TV. No. You don't even have a TV. (laughs) (laughs) So at the same time, it's becoming harder and harder for them to hide Mm. because they are getting all this publicity. Yeah, people know what they look like. They're notorious. Yeah, and they're showing up in all these different states where now they are kind of it's plausible that they would be anywhere mm. you know they they kind of can't hide anywhere there's nowhere that they right. couldn't show up you can't be on the run and assume people don't know who you are they're gonna know who you are exactly mm-hmm. because you've already like you know and that's what you do when you're on the run you spread out you know but you've already left your home of texas and started yeah. moving to these different states so anybody uh you know these 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 things are mostly in Texas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, you know, the areas, the states that are around Texas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I'm sure people in Virginia 
were very ready for them to pop up in Virginia one day. So when they did make it to these new states, people were were kind of not waiting for it to happen, but... Yeah, but ready for them. People were were aware that it could happen at any time. So they stayed away from cities. They -hmm. stayed away from hotels. They took to camping, um, you know, cooking over a campfire and kind of living off the grid mm-hmm. as you would in <laughs> as much of a grid as there is three yeah. yeah uh and at one point this is a weird turn to the story um i guess clyde was driving their car mm-hmm. and there was a bridge that was under construction ahead and he somehow missed the signs for it mm-hmm. and i don't know what transpired but he flipped a car that there, that he flipped the car he was driving down into a ravine, Whoa. and there was, uh, I guess it's conflicting reports of whether or not the car caught fire or whether or not the uh, car battery leaked Ooh. onto Bonnie, <gasps> but it like really severely burned her oh, leg. Whoa! Yeah, apparently, uh, I think it was Blanche said that like from her hip to her foot, her. I think the quote put it, her hide was missing. Like, oh. her skin was gone from her hip to her foot, and you could see the oh. bone in certain oh. points. And it wasn't that disgusting. That's so gross. I bet it was, um, I bet it was like an, a battery acid situation. Because if it were a fire, I mean, you'd think that there would be, yeah, if, if it burned isolated. you that badly on your leg, yeah. you would think you'd also be pretty badly burned on your arm, on your your hair, your Whoa. whatever. That it was that isolated, like that kind of sounds like a battery acid. Yeah. And I'm sure I don't I don't know what battery acid does to someone today. I don't know how a car battery works, but I'm sure whatever they had in nineteen thirty three was a lot more yeah, volatile than what we rough. have today. Ooh. Yeah, so she got jacked. That sucks. Honey. And yeah. So next she's recovering because she can't do anything yeah. right now. So they're in another hideout with Buck and, and Blanche, the in laws. Mm-hmm. And Clyde goes out and he kills another officer and another this guy, robbery. Someone's got to put a leash on him. And they kidnapped and tied up two other officers. Like, why, dude? Chill. I don't know why. Honestly, I don't know why. Yeah. Then they go off. Uh, they're in Missouri now at this place called the Red Crown Tourist Court, which, uh, you Tourist know, court? it's kind of like an an, uh, an inn, uh-huh. you know? Sure. Um, and they rent these two cabins that are side by side. They're like adjoining cabins with a garage in the middle. Mm-hmm. And Blanche goes up. She rents them. She pays the guy in... Uh, coins like not cash not bills coins which is just okay. peculiar that is she peculiar. says that there are three guests but the owner kind of keeps an eye and he sees that there are like at least five people with them mm. he notices the way they this is pretty cool the way they back their car into the garage as opposed to pull in forward which i guess that's what all kind of mobsters did for a quick getaway oh <laughs> so he takes wow. note of that that's um, kind of hilarious but i guess yeah you know Take what you can get from yeah, the evidence you have. Maybe that was a, a much more obvious clue yeah, back yeah. then than it you know, Definitely. would never dawn on me today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're paying for everything with coins. The dinners, the, the drinks, like all of it. She's paying mm-hmm. with that. Uh, they that tape is up, suspicious. Yeah, they tape up the windows of the cabin. They tape newspaper right, over guys, the windows. All right, guys, come on now. Yeah. You can't do that. <laughs> you got to be a little less <laughs> a obvious. A little more subtle. So he's obviously suspicious, suspicious at this point. Mm-hmm. He tells the cops... The cops start to uh, surveil the building. Mm-hmm. They see Clyde and Jones, the 16-year-old. Mm. They see them go into town. They buy, so, you know, general supplies. They get, like, mm-hmm. some crackers. They get cheese. 
they also get band-aids they get mm-hmm. uh some sort of chlorium sulfate mm. you know some like chemical thing for uh battery for acid bonnie's burn. burns yeah. yeah um they come back and the cops are like okay that's definitely them mm-hmm. calling back up i think they get their backup in from kansas city because okay. they're in missouri they're oh. like bring an armored car we got these mfers scary. Yeah, yeah we're going in um so they all show up they're ready to ambush them and there's a huge shootout so they roll up on the house no this isn't it (laughs) they roll up on the house they start firing in they're getting fired back on with equally high-powered weapons if Uh not more high-powered weapons um and there it's just a crazy gunfight and this is so weird that uh one of the bullets coming from inside the house, you uh-huh. know, from the borrow gang, sure. hit the armored car uh-huh. and malfunctioned its siren in a way that made it sound like the ceasefire signal for the police. So they stopped firing and didn't chase when they got in their car, when the borrow gang got in the car and drove off. No way. Because they hit the siren in a way that it sounded like a ceasefire. That's insane. Yeah, isn't that nuts? That sounds like something you'd write in your movie and everyone would be like, that's not realistic. Exactly. Wow. But they didn't get away unscathed. Buck, uh, the brother, he got shot in the forehead. Oh, that's a bad place. The way I read it, like, he got hit in the forehead and, like, his skull, like, broke off no. and you could see his brain oh but he was still alive no. yeah so he lived but he's in very bad shape uh Wait. they get in the car what no that doesn't seem acceptable i think they are zombies maybe <laughs> they're just like oh, creatures no. these aren't uh people i don't think for real they flee uh they go to iowa okay that's new wouldn't be my first choice I don't know. Uh, it might be lovely at this time of year. This is fun, though. They go to an abandoned, uh, abandoned amusement park. Oh, that is fun. Yeah, and they camp out there. That is, that's a good spot to go. Can't Although, you picture Clyde like running on the tracks of the roller coaster with his <laughs> arms out? Like, Whoa. <laughs> you know, I can also Guys, picture them. Fun. They're gonna like run into some groups of teens because wouldn't teens go there? Yeah, the Warriors. The Warriors. Yeah. Is this a reference? Yeah, to a movie called The Warriors. It's like a gang oh. that hangs out in an abandoned amusement Oh, park. see? Yes, yeah. I was right. I knew it. Okay. It's probably about 40 years early, but mm. maybe you early Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, where am I? <laughs> oh, okay. So they're camping out in the abandoned amusement park, mm-hmm. and the local people notice yeah. There's like, hey, cops, there's people well, camping out and they've been in the Yeah, and park. especially knowing these people, they're probably like, let's camp at the amusement park. And then as soon as they get there, they have loud poker games and <laughs> smashing bottles. I think they were being a little more careful at that point, but they, uh, I believe I read that local people saw like a bunch of bloody bandages. So, you know, so more than they just some like. brain fluid trailing yeah. around. <laughs> they're like, hey, cops, I'm looking at this fella's brain right now and uh, it's pretty alarming. I mean, I guess they were they were seeing signs that were more um, alarming than simply, oh, there's some homeless people camping yeah, out over yeah. there. You mm-hmm. know, they were like, those people are up to something. Yeah. So again, the cops surround <sighs> them have another shootout. I guess they didn't surround them super well because... Uh, it might be hard in the amusement park. Yeah. To really get a good surround going. That's Depending true. on what kind of device they're hiding behind. Yeah. I mean, like, 
it'd be really convenient if they were in the middle of like a lazy river, you know, on an island or something like that. <laughs> that would be convenient. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think they had that no. that luck. So uh, they have another shootout. Uh-huh. Buck gets shot. No. Again. He can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he can't because he dies. Oh, he did. And oh. uh, Blanche gets captured. Captured. Must have wow. been a bad day for her. Um, yeah. Bonnie and Clyde and W.D. Jones, the uh-huh. 16-year-old, they all get away. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. I guess the cops didn't really have them surrounded, surrounded. Yeah. They're like, you know, cops are like, we got you surrounded. And then they're like, they're like no, you don't. We're going to we weasel you out on of this. most sides. Yeah. I guess they're getting sentimental. They're young Bonnie kids after all. Because after they flee this second back-to-back shootout... They're like, we want to go back to Texas and see our family. It's been too long. Which is a really bad idea. Yeah. They go back to Texas. They go to the Dallas area, and Jones goes on to Houston because Mm -hmm. I think his mom had moved there at that point. And uh, this is November, mid-November 1933, and Jones pretty much immediately gets arrested. I guess he, I don't know if he got mixed up in another uh, crime and got caught or if he was simply recognized. I would imagine he was just recognized. Yeah. And he got caught. Uh, but Clyde, he ain't done. So Bonnie's still jacked up, uh-huh. getting her injury tended to. Yeah. And he starts hitting, like, local jobs with other local criminals that he knows. He's just addicted to crime. Honestly, that's the thing. Like, I don't take it that they are getting rich. They weren't found with bags of gold coins. Yeah. They weren't uh, in between robberies. Going, living lavishly, like yeah. staying at fancy hotels, going to casinos, like they no, their it's, life it's is truly terrible. confusing exactly what their motivation was. Yeah, um, maybe I mean, like honestly, they might have just been like really dumb. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You know what I yeah, mean? Where yeah. it's like they got in, they're in a little too deep, and I know they've got some trauma in their past yeah, that definitely, definitely fueled mm-hmm. that. But also, like you're you're just not making good choices at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, the cops, they try to trap them unsuccessfully, but they do. So they, they kind of set up an ambush point and their car comes driving up Mm -hmm. and I think they're outside of like Clyde's parents' house or something like that. The cops are and Clyde, as he's driving up, he's like, Oh no, like this doesn't, like something feels off. So he starts driving away and the cops open fire and they shoot, uh, both of them in the leg. Oh. Which must have really sucked yeah. for Bonnie. Bonnie can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, terrible. Uh, but they get away, and one week later, they both get indicted for murder of Malcolm Davis. That's the cop who uh, earlier, in, I think, the beginning of that same year, he was the one who set up that sting operation to catch somebody else, and they just found themselves oh, in the yeah. middle of it uh-huh. and got killed. Um, meanwhile, Bonnie wasn't there, but she's mm. indicted in the murder, and that's the first charge, uh, murder charge against her. And they just can't stop. So oh, now yeah. it's January 1934. They're still on the run. Uh, freaking Clyde <laughs> releases his old gang members from prison somehow, like gets them out. Uh, uh, they kill a guard in the in the oh. act. Then, then this is where things and they they still they're. they're I've kind of skipped some because it's they're just, just doing, they're just going they're just, here, killing this person, yeah. robbing this gas station, kill a clerk along the way. Yeah. It's just redundant at this point. On their BS, as it were. On All their BS. The place. No, for real. And then uh, in comes former Texas Ranger Frank Hamer. Ooh, yeah. he sounds important. 
he is important. This guy is very BA. Mm-hmm. He's like this, you know, probably like 55 year old, like big, scary, like burly dude. Yeah. Who's got this long record with the Texas Rangers. Uh-huh. He, I guess, officially has killed like 53 people, uh-huh. like outlaws and criminals. Like, so he's, oh, man. he's a hard dude and he's yeah. on the good side of the law. Yeah. And he starts to shadow Bonnie and Clyde. Why they didn't call him sooner, honestly, I don't know. Yeah, really? You got Uh, this guy waiting out there? Why didn't you get him on this, like, years ago? Although, you know what? Looking at it now, it's like there was no years ago. Their spree started two years earlier, and they bopped from from Texas to Missouri to Montana to Oklahoma, Iowa. So they were... All over. I guess they called Texas Walker Ranger as soon as they knew. <laughs> yeah, as soon as, yeah. So he got uh, contacted by the Texas Department of Correction to catch these people. Mm-hmm. Um, he starts shadowing them, Ooh. Bonnie and Clyde. Like, That's a scary word them. even. Yeah. Only a scary dude can shadow someone. He was he was in it. He was living out of his car following them. Oh, wow. It, for months. And he, uh, so at this point... It's it's April of Jan uh, April of nineteen thirty four. You have Clyde, the guy that he got out of prison, uh, <laughs> a dude named <laughs> terrible name Methvin. That's his last no. name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, at least um, it's his last name. They kill a highway patrolman. <sighs> These people can't stop. It's terrible. Right, and this story gets like major more than anything else major press mm-hmm. because. For whatever reason, the story was reported that Bonnie was the one who shot the patrolman, mm. which is just, by all accounts, not true. Poor Bonnie's, like, kind of a scapegoat in this whole thing. Yeah, she really is. I mean, she doesn't do much by way of criminal activity. Again, they're not, I don't know, in between these jobs, they don't seem to be doing anything illegal other than hiding and evading capture. She must have been in love with him, or else why would she stick around? I agree. Yeah, she must have been. Yeah. So they kill that highway patrolman. Five days later, they kill and kidnap two more officers. What? So they kill the one, mm-hmm. they kidnap the other, and apparently, I think there are other stories of them doing similar things of of kidnapping somebody, and mm-hmm. then they release them far away from home. So they'll mm-hmm. drive to like another state and release them, and even like give them some money <laughs> to get back. Up. It's weird. Yeah. Again, what's the motivation? Yeah. What's the point? So reportedly, they released this cop. Um, they gave him a clean shirt. They gave him some money. Mm-hmm. And famously, whether it's true or not, Bonnie said to him, tell the world I don't smoke cigars. Because when that, mm, that, when photo. that <laughs> undeveloped film got developed and there was that photo, I guess she was known for chain-smoking cigarettes, but wanted everybody to know that she, <laughs> she does not actually <laughs> smoke cigars. So All she right. wanted her good name back, right, basically. Yeah, exactly. Finally, uh, Hamer, the guy who's been shadowing them, mm-hmm. This guy's awesome. He was studying them so well that he knew where they were going to be. He mm-hmm. kind of tracked their pattern. He figured out that they move more or less in a circle uh, around the, the few local states, staying close to state borders so they could quickly hop the border because back then police weren't mm, able weren't to cross borders oh. under the crimes that they had been accused of. Right. Okay. So they were staying close to borders. They... Uh, they would visit family sporadically, and they would kind of go in the same order. Mm-hmm. So he knew that they were due to visit Methvin's family. So he okay. and five the other Methvin. guys, yes, the 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 lovely Methvins, mm-hmm. uh, he and five other guys, other rangers, 
they set up an ambush point. Mm-hmm. And this is really cool. They got Methvin's dad. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they did this with the help of Methvin's dad. I don't know what his stance <laughs> was. Or if they, like, kind of, like, kidnapped <laughs> Methvin's dad. Probably a little bit of both. I would imagine. So they, I would imagine if you get approached with this kind of offer, it you don't get a chance to be like, no, I'm not in. Like, yeah, it's like it's you're doing like, this, this on your own volition happening. or you're doing, or you're doing this doing against it, yeah. your It really own doesn't volition. matter. Yeah. You're doing it. Uh, they take his dad's truck, park it along the side of the road, and mm-hmm. like handcuff his dad to a tree. Ooh. But it doesn't – I don't know. I don't know what they did with his dad. Who knows? But they mm-hmm. get his dad's truck and park it along the side of the road, yeah. and they wait for uh, – Bonnie and Clyde and Methvin to yeah. roll through. Mm-hmm. They set up uh, their little ambush point on May 21st. Okay. Uh, 9 p.m. Okay. They, like, hide in the bushes. And because they think, okay, they're any minute now. They're rolling down the road. The whole night passes. Nobody shows up. Oh, the no. whole next day passes. Nobody shows up. Uh-huh. The whole next night passes. Nobody oh, shows no. up. Poor so Mr. Methvin is yeah. starving. And I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm sure he wasn't handcuffed to a tree the whole time. Um, or <laughs> if he was, if he was, I don't think he was under arrest. Maybe yeah, he was like yeah. just kind of locked up next to them so he wouldn't run away and tell mm-hmm. anyone. Um, so as the story goes, which this sounds like, of course, they're going to say this. Mm-hmm. They were about to give up. They were about right. to pack it mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Uh, when they heard the car coming down the road and Whoa. they were like, that's the car. This is it. That's the car. So it's actually pretty cool. I watched on YouTube a video from 1934. A video of the event. Almost. Really? A recreation of the event uh, days after oh. by people who were like there and know how it went. Uh-huh. So they, it's it's a recreation yeah. on the same road with using the same guns. But days after, that's pretty legit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the video is from 1934. Wow. Uh so the car's pulling up, and they're like, I think that's him. That's the car. It looks like him. They, the car gets a little closer. They're like, that's him. All right, get ready. They're like, all right, that's definitely him. Let's fire. And they just unload on the car Whoa. as it's driving by. Uh-huh. Killed both of them instantly. Wow. Bonnie and Clyde, he's in the driver's seat. She's sitting right next to him, like in the middle seat, reading a magazine. Uh-huh. They just start mowing into them. They have fully automatic rifles. They're the only ones in the car. Yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Six officers, fully automatic rifles. They empty the rifles. Wow. The car's still rolling. Ah. They get out their shotguns, start blasting the car. Like, they're taking no chances. They start blasting the car. When the shotguns are out, they throw this to the side. They all have pistols on them. Are you kidding? They start shooting into the car. That's probably enough. No, this is like a movie. Uh, They, all in all, in two minutes, I believe they shot 130 rounds into the car. Wow. Yeah. And, of course, a lot of those hit Bonnie and Clyde. So they're killed instantly. Okay. And you can see photos of them online in the car on the side of the road. It's crazy. I like, don't want to see those photos. He's laying there dead. She's slumped forward dead. Wow. Apparently, like, magazine still on her lap. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, he... So, at first, I read that Clyde was hit 17 times mm-hmm. and that Bonnie was hit 26 times. Mm-hmm. I also saw that they were each hit somewhere in the 50 wow. times range. At that point, so, I don't like, know which is true. It doesn't really matter. Right. But it's also said that the... Um, the, the they had a hard time embalming them because of all the holes in oh. them that they were just straight up leaking. Oh no! It's yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, anyway, 
it was a huge story, of course, mm-hmm. when they finally got caught. Major headlines. Every paper in the country was talking about this at wow. this point. Yeah. Um, they have their funerals. They wanted to be buried together, but Bonnie's parents wouldn't allow it. Mm. Bonnie's funeral, 20,000 people show up to her funeral. Whoa. Yeah, and apparently Clyde's had like 30,000 people. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so they got these serious processions. Which, I don't know who these people were showing up. I guess just people they, wanting to be part of history, wanting to see it. I don't think they're love, fans. Well, but they were celebrities at that point, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, it's people true. People just love a celebrity. Like, at a certain point, it doesn't matter what you're famous for, whether it's no, something great point. or something utterly horrendous. Like, they just want to be there. You're famous. They yeah. want to see you. If you can get there within a day's ride of yeah. car or horse, like, yeah. What else is going on in your life at that point? <laughs> you're gonna go. Do you don't even have a TV? Yeah, I know. That's that shocked me though. That many yeah, people going no, to the funerals. I mean, if there's that many people at a funeral today, that's insane. Oh my god! And if there's that many people at a Yankees anywhere, game, that's yeah. insane. Like that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. no one at Yankees games today. Yeah, but you true. know what I'm saying. Like yes. that's a stadium of people. Mm-hmm. Wow. Crazy. Very crazy. Yeah. So. They died. <laughs> They're dead now. <laughs> it's the end of the story. They are Swiss cheese. Wow. Yeah, they got blown to bits. Um, some really cool stuff, though. Okay. Well, anyway, that's the story of Bonnie and Clyde, yeah. the American outlaws who uh-huh. were on the run for about two years from law enforcement before finally being ambushed and murdered. Mm-hmm. Well, ambushed and killed while they drove. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. Yes. Very and crazy. Uh, <laughs> they have lived on. Yeah. In infamy. Big time. I, there was a movie that came out in uh, like the late 60s, a Bonnie and Clyde movie, and I guess that really uh, reintroduced the story to a new generation, mm. and the, their celebrity has kind of been 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 riding high since that movie came yeah. out, you know, where I, they, that just spawned another movie and another book and another, like you said, right. musical, and there's, there's lots of media, lots of songs about them, so yeah, yeah pretty cool. I wouldn't be surprised if that movie... Um, romanticized it a bit because truly like I didn't I obviously didn't know a ton about Bonnie and Clyde I had an idea of them and my idea was way more romantic and not as horribly violent as they really turn out to be I didn't I thought they were a sympathetic pair and um, from what you just told me, they're not very sympathetic. Yeah, I they're guess pretty awful. knowing nothing about them, I would have guessed that they were more of like a um, – people were kind of rooting for them. Yeah. You know, where it's and like – maybe maybe people were, but just in the sense of they were c- celebrity at that point. They were famous and they were rooting right. for them in the way that you root for any um, – people or or faction that is just kind of exciting and you're just yeah, following because they were they were doing no good right they yeah. were there's they no robin hood anyone. element no. yeah there's they weren't no, sticking it to the man like no. there was no there's yeah it, yeah yeah i mean it's really pretty it's it's confusing honestly yeah. i i would be interested to read people's theories and uh you know also just mm-hmm. dig a little deeper i mean i spent a a lot of time on this and when i say a lot of time like i was probably looking at this stuff for like close to an hour which i know is longer than i'm supposed to i don't care i don't Um, care either also you know what really surprised me what how young they were yeah well actually that doesn't surprise me as much i thought they were quite young but but you're right it's pretty young to be getting involved in this level of yeah i mean he died at 25 she was 24 i i mean again just based off of the very little bit I knew, if they were 45 and 44, that wouldn't have surprised me at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
so I did not expect them to be that young. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, yeah, they both had some trauma early in life, especially Clyde, which mm-hmm. which I guess does explain the behavior in a way, you know, as as you always say, like other people have trauma and don't kill people and, and commit crimes all the time, but at least it provides an explanation. And um, her too. I mean, her dad died when she was right. four. And, mm-hmm. who and knows she's married to this criminal dude. Was, I'm sure he wasn't great. Right. Between her dad's death and that marriage, who yeah. knows what really went on. But um, but yeah, beyond that, it, it doesn't seem like they're, it, it's not this cohesive tale that makes a lot of sense of what they were doing. It no, seems like not they kind of just got rolling on this track and, and didn't want to or couldn't figure out a way to get off. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It is crazy. I've got some fun facts, though. Oh, yes. To Give wrap us it the up. fun facts. Okay. Uh, number one, hmm. people scavenged their death scene for souvenirs. Wow, like, really? Like, within hours of them being killed before the car was taken away, <laughs> before they were out, there were people there taking pieces of broken glass, yeah. picking up shell casings from the bullets fired. Uh, apparently, a guy tried to lean into the window and cut Clyde's ear off Ew, before no. being stopped by the cops. See, this is the problem with that time period. People should not be anywhere near the scene while their bodies are still in it. Yeah. But, you know, it's the 1930s. Different I time. Guess, do what you want. Um, within six months mm-hmm. of Bonnie and Clyde's death, all of their early gang members were killed in different cities around yeah. the country, Oof. like Chicago and Ohio, I think. Um yeah, all in, like, unrelated events. Bad association. Uh, another one, by the summer... So that was uh, May 1934 when they were killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was... Oh, and I should say, they were killed on Louisiana Highway 154. Okay. Which now looks like a pretty normal highway. Not like a California freeway, but, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, two lanes, like, blacktop, yellow line in the middle, trees along the side. But when you watch that recreation video, it's like a dirt road that's wide enough for one car, and oh. the bushes are four feet off of the road you know so Mm -hmm. it's not a highway where they're speeding by on this huge road it's more like a they're kind of bouncing by slowly on this dirt road Mm -hmm. and they're hiding in the bushes six feet away from the car um so by the summer of 1934 bank robbery and kidnapping were made federal offenses which is like duh yeah (laughs) but that's why they had such a relatively easy time evading police is because they weren't federal federal crimes so you rob a bank in oklahoma and you scoot over to texas you're good the oklahoma police can't get you and the texas police aren't after you right but Hmm. they uh robbery and kidnap bank robbery sorry and kidnapping were made federal offenses which allowed agents to cross borders Mm -hmm. and police um police uh, departments to work together to yeah. bring these people to justice. Uh, and last one, uh, I was right. Their car is at Whiskey Pete's in uh, Nevada. Whiskey Pete's? Yep. I couldn't remember the name of it, and after we did that intro, I started to doubt myself. I was like, wait, was that their car? Was that some gangster's car? But no, it was Bonnie and Clyde's car. Oh, cool. It's on display there. Um and after doing all this research, I want to go back. Next time we go to Vegas, we'll stop there again. It's yeah. liter- it's on the way. Definitely. Like it's on the highway wow. that you take into Vegas. Huh. Um, and they have their car just sitting there in the middle of the casino floor. Like really? You, you can stand Could you touch 10 it? inches from it. No. no. Okay. There's a little velvet rope around Good. it. But other than that, wow, it's sitting right there. That's crazy. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Very cool. Wow. So that was an interesting one man that was really interesting and um very surprising 
I agree. I wanted to love them, and I don't. I've got <laughs> no, to say, I wanted you to love, can't them, love them, and I don't love them. Do you yeah. have any questions? No, you answered them. That sounded. That was good. That was good. Good. I'm glad. I'm gonna take them out of my romantic pile, though, and put Mm-mm. them in my violent. Don't feel bad for these people pile. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Especially right. Clyde. I mean, Clyde was yeah. was for sure terrible. Bonnie, like you said, seemed to be more along for the ride, mm-hmm. but still an accessory to the crime. Yeah, yeah. Don't do crime to, to several horrific crimes. Yeah. You know, not yeah. just one crime. All right. So, so she's guilty too. They're, uh, yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. Bullet. <laughs> pretty bad, bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now we know. Yep. Now we know. Okay. Oh, We're... and there's, there's, uh, sorry, very last thing. Yeah. There are lots of shows movies mm, about them mm-hmm. um, and I didn't even know about this one but there's one uh, from last year on Netflix called The Highwaymen oh. that is about Frank Hamer and his guys tracking oh. them and eventually killing them that sounds and like I would something love to watch we, that yeah we would be interested in seeing yeah. yeah especially now yeah okay instead of robbing a bank let's do that okay deal so now that's something I can get behind okay perfect sounds good okay excellent thank you you did great work oh thanks baby very good Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you're a real-life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30MinutexpertPodcast, that's 30MinutexpertPodcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.